1: This is the 1% podcast with me, Cooper Chapman, less than 1% of your day once a week, a place to spark curiosity around topics you think you already know, and also bring light to the good humans involved in the 1% Good Club, well-being accountability groups, dedicating 1% of their day to their mental health. What's going on you good humans, welcome to the 1% podcast, my little weekly catch up with you legends to share what's been going on in the 1% Good Club, Instagram accountability groups giving 1% of their day to their mental health and also, yeah, share a little question that I asked the group and I'm going to answer it myself. A big thank you, as I do every single week, to our sponsors, Drink Rapper. These guys just continue to support this podcast and are on a mission very much like mine to make people's lives better. So they're the brain performance drink and also long-term longevity drink. If you go onto their website, drinkarepa.com, you can use the code GOODHUMAN for a big 25% off, but more importantly, you can learn about the science. This has all been developed by neuroscientists with ingredients that have been proven now have a short-term improvement on your brain performance, but also on your long-term brain health. So go check that stuff out. Highly encourage you, yeah, learn a little more about the product and then pick some up. Use that code GOODHUMAN for 25% off, or you can find it in Woolies or Coles as well. Look for the purple glass bottle. Okay, Good Humans of the Week. So last week, I did a little challenge to send in a voice note of somebody in your life or an act you've seen of somebody being a good human. Uh, The first week I didn't get any sent in, but this week I had a lot sent in. So I've picked three of them who have sent in voice notes. And I'm going to play them out because I think it's important to share, yeah, some people who are being good humans with all of you. So listen to this story and then I'm going to respond and talk a little bit about it. And, um, yeah, I'm sending out these legends some free merch as well. So have a listen to this and I'll be back in a sec. Hey, Cooper. I just wanted to nominate my wife, Maddie
2: for the good humour of the week. She gave me a call yesterday telling me I had to take my daughter to art. She wouldn't get back from the supermarket in time. Um, When I got home, she explained to me that um, there was an elderly lady in the middle of Coles and she was vomiting everywhere when she was trying to get her groceries through and pay for her groceries and everybody was standing back just sort of watching. And... The kind of person my wife is, is just someone who will always jump in and just make sure someone's all right. So she went over to speak to her, check in with her, made sure she was okay, made sure she wasn't going to faint, sorted out all the groceries, made sure they all got paid for, offered to take him back to the car, offered to drive her home uh, or follow her home, which she decided she was, she was okay at the time to um, drive home. So she just followed her home got her back home safe, contacted relatives and got all her shopping back in inside the house. Um, But most importantly, like a small act of kindness goes a long way. Like it's easy to witness somebody or watch somebody from a distance do something nice for somebody. But the most uh, profound thing is my 16-year-old son was there. My 8-year-old son was there. So they they really witnessed what kindness is about and how to be a good human, you know, helping to actually then carry the shopping, put it in the car, take it to her house and and show that the kindness isn't just are you okay as you're walking past somebody, but really just doing something for somebody else. Um, And the impact that will probably have on my kids, just seeing my wife do that, uh, will probably be a memory they'll always remember and hopefully – hopefully turn them into somebody that um, looks at kindness the same way and and what it takes to be a really good human. So as far as I'm concerned, she's an absolute legend and um, and she's my good human of
1: the week. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Thanks. Wow. How beautiful is that? What an absolute legend. Andrew's wife is setting a good example in front of her kids and just helping people out who need a hand. Hopefully anyone who listened to that uh, might be inspired. If you see somebody struggling and you have the Opportunity to help them, give them a hand. It's going to make you feel good. And yeah, it's going to hopefully inspire the people around you. So, Andrew, I'm going to send you and your wife a gratitude shirt because I'm grateful that you guys are helping out people in the community. I've got two more of these stories. I know I said a few weeks back that I'm going to give a $100 voucher to the person and the person who sent it through, but because I'm getting sent so many, I'm going to try and either play two or three a week on the podcast and I'll send the person who did the act and the person who sent it in a gratitude shirt as well. So, that's my pledge. I've changed it a bit because it makes a bit more sense. But so that was the first one that I wanted to play. This is another really nice one from Margaret, who's part of the One Percent Club, and she sent in about one of her students at school. So have a listen to this quick one. Hi hey,
3: Coop, um, I'm a school teacher out in Roma, and um, last week I had this young Year Five boy, and um, he is such a good human. Every time we we're setting up an activity, he'd come up, he'd help me out, he'd help set up. He would help pack up. But the best thing was, right at the end of the lesson, I had my laptop and all my books and my pencil case and whatnot. And after I had finished putting the stuff back in the shed, he had all of my gear and he handed it to me. And he said, thanks for the lesson, Miss Lyons. And I thought, bloody hell, you're a good human kid. Thought I'd just pass that on. Thanks, Coop. Bye.
1: How nice is that one Margaret you're an absolute legend thanks for sending that through and really highlighting that student of yours what an absolute good human he is I've already sent Margaret that one came through last week so I sent her and the student a shirt check our socials are the good human factory on Instagram to see the photo of that and now I'm going to share my last one this is from a member of the 1% club Jade um, who's going through a bit of a tough time and she wanted to shout out a friend who's helping her out Just a forewarning, obviously these episodes are going to be a little bit longer. If you have any advice for what you'd recommend, whether I split these Good Human episodes into a separate one from the 1%, or if this 1% episode, you guys are happy with it to be around 20 minutes from now on. Um, But yeah, it's your guys' podcast, so let me know what you think. But this episode is going to be about 20 minutes. So hopefully you're enjoying these stories of Good Humans, and yeah, enjoy this last one, then I'll get into the gratitudes and also into a few of these answers to that question. So here we go.
3: Hey Coop, I've been meaning to do this since I first heard about this on your podcast, about nominating a good human. I'd like to nominate one of my dearest friends, Harley. Um, so I recently, a couple of weeks ago, our whole team lost our jobs, um, and I'm a single mom who's trying to study. Um, I am also not someone who ever asks for help. Um, she obviously knew the situation though, but a three-year-old and had been applying for numerous jobs. Um... I have a very large career background but I'm just not getting interviews and I think maybe probably because I am overqualified anyway my darling friend um Harley she randomly one night had said hey can you go and grab this can you go get dressed up and just go to this place and I'll meet you there and I did with my daughter, and she had actually... She wasn't there, but when I got to the restaurant, she had actually called ahead to the restaurant. It was our favourite food. Uh, it's like a teppanyaki place. She had made a booking for me and my daughter, already paid for it all, um, and left a note with the staff to say, you guys needed just a family time out just to remember to laugh and have a good time and enjoy the moment. Um, on top of that, she randomly every you know, week or second week will call and say, hey, I'm just popping to say hi, and she rocks up with bags of groceries um, because she also knows that I've been putting all my money to making sure my daughter is fed while I've been living on toast and baked beans, and I wouldn't have survived this period without her, so she's just a great human that has showed up without me asking.
1: Wow. What a story. Jade, I I hope it all turns around a bit for you. You can find some work and yeah, everything gets a little bit easier, but what an absolute legend your friend is. What an absolute good human that friend of yours is. So I've sent um, both Jade and her friend a gratitude shirt as well for sending that through. Maybe if you're someone who can maybe help Jade out with some work, send me a DM and I can link you up with her. But Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that little segment. Uh, If you've seen somebody be a good human or you feel like you've done something yourself that's worthy of being read out, send me a voice note. Let's try and keep them about a minute. And if you can, try and have a quiet background because, yeah, I know it's a little bit tricky with audio through podcasts. So, do your best to have a quiet background. And, yeah, we'll pick some more people every week to champion some good humans out in the community. Okay, let's get on to this week's question and assume gratitude. So, the question I asked everyone this week was, What do you find it the hardest to say and why? Out of, I'm sorry, um, I love you, no, or I need help, and far out. We got some incredible responses to this. So. Here we go, a few gratitudes from the groups and also the response to that question. So from the group number one, we have Jane, grateful for, number one, making it back to Australia in early hours of the morning after a month away traveling. Number two, doing all my laundry despite being so tired, setting myself up for the week ahead. And number three, catching up on some messages with people I've missed while being away. And I find it hard to say no, trying to make a conscious effort to do more things for myself and not for other people, especially in a work context. Jane, I love that. I hope your trip was fun. Where'd you go? I wonder. Let me know in the uh, 1% Club. But hopefully I had a fun time traveling and I agree. Sundays for me, if I can get my laundry done, it just feels like, okay, I've ticked something much as it's a bit of a mission sometimes. So good. But I love that. Finding it hard to say no, it was probably the most common one that we had sent in. So hearing that you have that and especially in a work context is so true. It's, it is really hard to say no and stand up for yourself. So good on you, Jane. Love that one. Next we have from group number two, Xavier. Today I'm grateful that I listened to my body after and after work allowed myself to rest. Number two, having a good belly laugh with my dad. And number three, Telethon Western Australia raising over $77 million in just over 24 hours. I seriously live in an amazing place. And I honestly struggle with all of those um, probably daily. I don't think I've ever told anybody I love them. As a family, we've never said it to one another, and I guess it's just always been implied. With that, I've taken it into my life, and I've never said it to my friends. This is something I absolutely want to work on changing. I never ask for help. Maybe it's out of fear of being perceived a certain way. I'm honestly not too sure. But what I do know is that even when I'm offered help, I struggle to accept it. And not being able to say no is my biggest downfall. This is absolutely the hardest one of the three. I have given away copious amounts of money and time for not being able to say no. Xavier, I'm glad that little question could make you reflect on a few things that maybe could help yourself out. I I agree with you so much. It's so hard to say no. It's also so hard to ask for help because we don't know how people are going to take it. And then, yeah, I love you on, man. I hope you can uh, connect with those around you, share verbally that you love them, and, yeah, it might open up some beautiful connections with people. So good on you, Xavier, for the honesty and vulnerability. Next we have from group number four, Isabella. Grateful for my family and doing stuff around home today. Number two, spending time with my mom. And number three, treating myself to a few things I needed while shopping today. And I find it difficult to acknowledge if I have done something wrong, especially if by doing whatever is wrong, I have negatively impacted other people in work and personal life. Not difficult to understand or accept, but hard to verbalize as it is admitting your own error in a way that you weren't good enough in that moment and didn't meet your own standards. Oh, Isabella, I feel you with that, but it is one of the most liberating skills that you will learn. When you do something wrong, taking accountability and saying, you know what, I didn't do it great, I can do better, It's one of the best ways to diffuse somebody looking down on you for doing something wrong. Once you can take ownership for it, they go, oh, well, I know they've accepted it, then I have to as well. It's something I struggle with, but something the more that I get better at it is making such a difference, just taking on the – I guess the wrongdoing and you know what? Yeah, I can do better and I will try and do better and actually doing it disarms so many situations. So good on you, Isabella for sharing that. And last we have from group number seven, Riley grateful for spending a beautiful weekend at the gold coast with my family and my best friends, family dinner with the in-laws tonight and knowing that I'm loved by in so many ways. And I find it really hard to tell people when I'm struggling. No matter if it is mentally, physically, or emotionally, I find it really hard to acknowledge and tell people that I'm struggling. I remember even when I was at school, I felt ashamed to admit that I was struggling in a certain subject and that has continued through my life for a long time. Oh, Riley, thank you for being so honest. I feel like it's such a common thing. Trying to tell people when we're not having an easy time with something can sometimes make us feel, yeah, like it's a bit of a bruise of ego, but... I think once we all accept that we definitely don't know everything and the more we ask questions, the more we say we're struggling with stuff, the more we learn. It's a really hard skill to learn, but I love this question this week. It really showed a lot of vulnerabilities for people and hopefully exposed a lot of people some places that they can maybe make some improvements to make their own life easier and make their own life, yeah, improve their own well-being a bit. So thanks to everyone who sent all those in. You're absolute legends. Um, And my answer to that question for this week, I think I'm pretty similar to everyone. I find it pretty hard with all of those things at times, but they're all things that I'm conscious of and trying to get better at. So I think the thing that I'm really trying to get better at is asking for help and learning how to ask for help in the correct way, whether it be looking for the right people to help, especially in business stuff. I feel like I have a pretty good range of doing everything at like a average to good level but I'm not expert at anything and I think it's really important for me to start recognizing the parts of my business life where I could outsource help and it be profitable for the business to do that. It's something that I struggle with because once again, like everyone's shown, it is a bit of an ego brew that makes you have to admit that you're not good at something, but I know that I'm not good at a lot of things. So it's something I'm really trying to work on. And then as well saying no, something really hard for me as, yeah, I feel like if somebody asked me to do something that's going to, maybe make me a little worse off, but make their life a little better. I'm so quick to just say yes, because I'm like, you know what, if I'm just going to be chilling anyway, sweet, I can help someone out. But quite often it puts me behind on, yeah, time with other things that I need to spend time on. So trying to be more conscious of that and really respecting my own boundaries is something that, yeah, has been a big help for me. Um, If you want to join the club, go hit instagram and ask at the good human factory on instagram saying i want to join the club you'll be added in it's completely free you can get that ask that question each week it's the simplest little way to give one percent of your day to your mental health and you're going to join a community of such incredible people you heard all those good human messages at the start of this episode that's what the community is like people just trying to make the world a better place and if you're one of them go join the club Okay, this Friday's episode is with a guy who is truly making the world a better place and a guy with a seriously big heart and an engine, uh, I guess, physical engine like not many out there. So this week's guest is Lane Storia. He's a guy that I was introduced to through a few other previous guests on this podcast, Meg from Mega Run and also a friend of mine, Brad Drybra, who is a guest, who has cystic fibrosis. So Lane hit me up saying, mate, I'd love to come on the pod. I'm about to set out on a big challenge to do 36 half Ironmans in 36 days, which is about seven hours of exercise each day. It involves, I think it's a 2K swim, about 45 minutes, a three and a half hour bike ride for 90 kilometers, and then a two hour half marathon run. So he did 36 days in a row. I think he broke the world record. And, yeah, I actually went out for one of the runs with him. But to learn his story and why he did it or raising money for Cystic Fibrosis Australia and just trying to push himself and understand that we are capable of so much more than we um, yeah, we think we are. So have a listen to this little clip with Lane, and I'll be back in a sec.
0: I think it gets to us Like, at the start of it, the first three days, there was people everywhere, everyone. So we started on a Friday. So there was obviously people that came up for the first day. And then Saturday and Sunday there was a lot of people around because it's the weekend. So then day four, I was like, okay, that was the first Monday. So that was day four, the first Monday. It hit pretty hard. I was like, this sucks having no one around. Yeah. Um, but then the next weekend, the weekend hike come up again, and then that Monday just that dropped me off. so hard. Uh, I was by myself all day. The wind was smashing me on the bike. Like I was pushing a lot of power. And my bike was just hardly moving. And I'm just sitting there screaming at the wind. There's no one else out on the bike course. I was just like, why am I even doing this? Like My body was already fried by this stage. Mentally, it was probably one of the most challenging moments where I had, I was like, okay, this is just, you just got to grit your teeth and just hope that you can make it through this one. Mm. Like, I had no doubt that I could make it through, but it's just, you start asking yourself questions why? like, why am I doing it? Because that felt like, The hype had all gone already. So I knew... And I knew it was going to happen. I knew the middle was going to suck. But the start was all hyped. Then the middle sucked. And then the end was... If I could have every day had been like the last day, I would have done a thousand of them. Because like, it was was honestly fun. It was awesome. Like, people were so pumped up. But what everyone doesn't see is the times when you're by yourself and you're screaming at the wind and everything just feels like shit. And you don't want to talk to anyone because you just... Like, I was afraid that I was just going to say shit. Like, mentally, I was still felt good but I just didn't want to sleep up because I know how much everyone's trying to help. And you just don't want to be a dick and say, oh, fuck, why like, can you just do this better? Or can you just do this? or So you're never trying to, like, actually speak what you're thinking at that stage because I know I'm delirious. All
1: right, that's Lane story. He's going to be coming up this Friday. Make sure you keep an ear out for that one. Um, if you can do me a huge favor, this podcast is something very important to me. I know these messages, I mean, these episodes can have a big impact on a lot of you. I get messages every day that these podcasts are helping you through your journeys. So if I can ask you for one little favor, actually a couple little favors, they're all about five second exercises. Go hit like, go hit subscribe. Hit the five-star rating if you enjoy it. But most importantly, if you listened to this episode today and you felt positive from it, if you felt a little spike of feeling good from those stories at the start, send this episode to a friend. Let them know that you're finding benefits from this podcast. It's the beautifulest way to help me grow and it's a good way that you help your friends out. So go tell one person. It would mean the absolute world to me. Also, if you want to learn more about the Good Human Factory, my mental health organization, which comes under the umbrella or over the umbrella of Good Humans Podcast, where I run keynotes for high schools, for corporate groups, and also we do some really cool merchandise. A lot of our thing is around trying to spread around the world and Australia, the message of gratitude, trying to spark that little curiosity in people's minds to reflect on what they're grateful for, which we know through science is going to release serotonin and oxytocin, happiness chemicals in their brain. So grab some of the merch, spread it through your community, use the code podcast and you get a big 25% off. And yeah, you can inquire about the workshops over on the website too. Love you all. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on Friday.
3: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.